everybody, and welcome to the For the Win podcast. I am your host, Charles Curtis, and I've got a great one for you today. We got the Bobby Flay, as in Bobby Flay, world-famous chef, Food Network host, star, Iron Chef. And actually, it turns out he is a huge horse racing fanatic uh, owner. He's done some breeding. And he's the executive producer of All In, The Road to the Classic, which is a series on Facebook Watch that is dropping on October 22nd, looks behind the scenes at trainers, horses, and owners competing for the Breeders' Cup this year. And we talked to him for uh, a while about how he got into horse racing in the first place, why food competition shows like Beat Bobby Flay are like sports, and what it's like for the lifetime New Yorker being a Knicks fan right now. So I hope you enjoy. This is a really fun conversation. So tell me, uh, Bobby, about uh, the All In series and your involvement with it. So the All In series was born um, at the table of the Breeders' Cup boardroom, um, <clears throat> uh, based on the fact that we were we were um, looking for ways to create more awareness about the Breeders' Cup and horse racing in general. Um, you know, sort of um, further to, to, to further the awareness for more sort of the mainstream population as opposed to the people who are already interested in horse racing and um we, we got a uh, we connected with these uh these shooters named john named the, named the hennigan brothers who have been known for um shooting different horse racing things in the past and they have a they have a, a specific passion for it um and so from the breeders cup point of view we wanted to make sure that it was you know, well-managed and produced, and because of my involvement with the Breeders' Cup and the fact that I own Rockshore Productions, it's kind of, it sort of all just kind of, um, you know, came together that way. You talked a little bit there about how you felt about trying to get an audience that doesn't necessarily follow the Breeders' Cup. Do you feel like that's needed for horse racing today? Yeah, I do. I, I think that um, horse racing is at... Um, a critical moment. It's um, and it's been at a critical moment for a while, um, but a long moment. And um, it it needs more awareness. It needs more people uh, sort of latching onto it, which uh, should not be that much of a stretch. I mean, the one thing that I can tell you is that when I introduce people to the sport in the right way, uh, they really get hooked in the in the best way. And and um, you know, I, I always hear the same thing. I can't believe I've never been to a horse race before. I can't. I can't believe I've been to. I've never been to the Breeders' Cup before. I didn't know what the Breeders' Cup was. Now I know what it is. And and so, and 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 once they once they get a, a little sense of the, you know the the you know the fashion and the excitement and um, all the things that go along with having a great day at the races, it's something that they um, they then start dialing into their lives. What is it about horse racing to you that that you are makes you so passionate about it that you might share with with people who haven't been or aren't necessarily into the races outside of maybe the Triple Crown races? Um, you know, I think that uh, you know, for me, I, I I learned about horse racing when I was a uh, teenager. My grandfather took me to Saratoga Springs. I remember the first time uh, I went racing, and um, and so I. I kind of like the, I, I like everything that goes along with it. I like the idea of like, you know, getting dressed up for, for the races and and creating, um, you know, sort of a, a whole day 
of of fun um, around the races. I mean, the races only last a couple of minutes at a time, so it gives you an opportunity to fill in the rest of the day with with other things, whether it's you know having your like a, a great cocktail or eating some amazing food or socializing with your friends or, um, you know, whatever it is. And then, of course, there's, you know, there's, you know for $2, you can have an opinion. And um, it makes it really exciting. I like that, a $2 opinion. Uh, do you think that, that a Triple Crown winner actually sort of damaged the sport, that now people sort of have this less less of an interest because there was this decade-long drought, basically, and then you end up with a triple crown winner, and suddenly maybe the, the interest has gone down. Do you think that might be part of it? Well, it was actually a 37-year drought. That, right, there you go. Until, until American Farrow won a few years ago. Um, and then, you know, then Justified did it this year. Do I think it damaged the sport? No. I mean, any, any positive news reports... Um, uh, about horse racing, you know, create you know much more much more awareness to it for sure. I mean, I was there this year when, um, when Justify won. Um, I actually I went to all three of his races. Races I was at the Derby, I was at the Preakness, and then um, I was at the Belmont. And uh, I, I can tell you, like the excitement um, that sort of rushed through the the building that day was. Um, Something I'd never witnessed before. It was crazy when he came into the stretch, and they and people knew there was a really good chance he was going to win. It was just the whole place shook. It's crazy. <laughs> Did you ever imagine that you would be a breeder and an owner or anything like that, going to these races with your grandfather as a kid? No, I mean, I dropped out of high school, so the only the closest thing I was going to have to owning a horse was making a bet on one. So. <laughs> But, you know, as, as, as time went on and I, and I got a little success in my professional life, something I always kind of had in the back of my mind. And then, you know, I started out really slowly, you know, owning, like, you know, doing, like, small partnerships with, with taking a small piece of a horse, so to speak. And, and then um, as I learned more about it and, and got more interested in it, then I started, you know, basically my own program. It's amazing. Now, here's a, here's a really tough question for you. What are you more passionate about, food or horses? Well, food is my number one passion. Sure. <laughs> right. But, it, um, you know, racing, horse, you know, thoroughbred business is definitely a, a close second. But the really nice thing about it is I don't really have to pick one because, you know, when I'm, um, when, when I'm racing, I make food a very important part of it. <laughs> um, whether it's like, you know, having, whether it's like feeding people at my house the morning of a big race day, um, or, uh, you know, going to eat in places. Um, you know, the great thing about horse racing is it can, it can take you all over the world. And, you know, I always make a, I always make a, a, a sort of a big deal out of it. Um, in terms of, um, you know, adding food to the mix. For instance, like I'm not going to the Breeders' Cup this year, and but we're we're flying in um, um, lots of lots of stone crabs to my house, and so we're going to have um, like this big sort of stone crab festival at my apartment on the Friday for the Breeders' Cup. And then on Saturday, it's going to be I'm going to cook more sort of um, sort of Kentucky-like food. Because it's part of the 
because because it, it's at Churchill Downs this year. So I'm going to do, you know, like fried chicken and bourbon cocktails and things like that for. That's awesome. So, so you don't let somebody else do the cooking. You're you're going to be hands on doing it, even though you're sort of like hosting. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to actually watching it at home because I haven't done that. I can't remember the last time I did that because <laughs> um, I'm always at the Breeders' Cup, and I and I, when I was, I'm not on the board anymore, so I don't I don't uh, I don't have the obligation to go. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna be at home, um, and I'm looking forward to watching like the telecast on NBC because they do a great job. And it makes it really interesting, and then I can I can cook and watch the races all at the same time. Yeah, that's uh, uh, it. Sounds like the best time ever. Um, uh, you grew up in New York City, like like myself. Um, uh, have you been a sports fan of other sports besides horse racing, racing all your life? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a Yankee fan. I'm a New York Giants fan, um, and I'm a huge Knicks fan. Yeah. Uh, the, the question I have for you now: You're a Yankees fan, so this may not work quite as well but i was wondering uh, do you feel like other cities should feel bad for new york because you've got the knicks rebuilding the rangers rebuilding the giants are terrible the jets kind of are on an upswing but and the mets are terrible and the yankees you know they're the only really good team but so do you think like other cities should sit there and say like well new york's you know ha- has it really bad right now yeah nobody's work- nobody's gonna feel bad for new york i can promise you that right now <laughs> In, in any in any regard, especially sports. I mean, we've had we've certainly had great years. You know, we're in a little bit of a drought right now. But that's okay. The, the team that I really want to get their act together is the Knicks. Yeah. I mean, I just I'm such a huge Knicks fan. There, you know, um, rooting for the Knicks instead of like going to to uh, to a big race. I mean, like when that, when the Garden gets rocking, it's amazing. I mean, you know, we haven't had a lot of um, excitement since. You know, since the Ewing versus Jordan days, and when that was happening, it was, it was quite something. Yeah. Well, Lin Sanity was, at, and I was at the Garden for in Lin Sanity covering it, and I was amazed. I, I hadn't heard that sound since the mid '90s, coming out of the Garden. When right. It was Nick's Bulls, and yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I mean that was the last thing, but even that was short-lived. And uh, uh, you know, now they're they're, they're sort of. Rebuilding the right way, they've got Kevin Knox, obviously, and 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 Christoph Porzingis. Have you have you met any right. of those guys or cooked for them at all, anything like that? I haven't. No. Mm. no. Interesting. Uh, I also wanted to ask you. You know, Food Network obviously has gone heavy on competition shows, including Beat Bobby Flay and Chopped and all that. Do you do you see those as sports in your own arena? I guess you'd say. Yes. Yeah. How's yeah, that? I mean, I was an athlete when I was younger, and um, so like. My, unfortunately, my basketball career is over. <laughs> so I don't want to break my ankle, but um, you know, it's, it really is uh, the way I get. You know, I, th- I think of those. I think of like Iron Chef and Peabody Slay as like it's certainly a sporting event for sure. You know, there's a, there's a clock, there's competitors, and then you know there's a, uh, a stage for your skill set. So I mean, it, it certainly has. Um, athleticism written all over it do you do you like i don't know are you when you're done are you exhausted and just like flopping on a couch for a day to, to like have a recovery day yeah i mean it, it definitely takes a lot out of me but usually i'm shooting them sort of all at the same time in terms of like you know i live my last run of be bobby Flay, i think i shot 48 episodes in a row oh my god so it's just like you kind of just hold hold your breath for like a month and just go <laughs> did you say 48 episodes in a row yeah. Oh my God, that's in one, in, in one day. 
Oh, that is absolutely no, two a day. Oh, two a day. Okay, still that that's pretty heavy. That's a pretty heavy uh, uh, rotation you have to do. Um, and I, I I'm like one of the biggest fans on earth of Food Network Star, and I I have this theory that it's the hardest reality show on on, on television. At least from a competition perspective, because you both have to be good on camera and good at at cooking. Do you agree with that assessment as somebody who's been judging it for forever? Yeah, I think it's very difficult um, because you know it's both personality driven and also skill driven, and you know we obviously take those two things as the biggest markers for success there. And uh, and the, no, I, I think you're right. I mean, I think it's I think it's a, I think it's a very tough thing to compete in. Um, it's even harder to win. Yeah, it it just it seems like an, an insane uh, challenge to keep going. You know, doing both well at the same time. Uh, do you do you see that show continuing for for the next you know X amount of years? You guys have been doing it for a really long time. I mean, you know, who knows? I, mean, it's been, I think we've done fourteen seasons or something. Um, at some point, they'll they'll want to try something new, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, back to all in, but before I let you go, um, what should we look forward to in the series uh, as it as it keeps rolling out toward the Breeders' Cup? In all in, yeah. Well, I, I think the best part about all in is you're going to learn about the people who own these horses, and there is so much personality out there. You know, um, the difference between equine athletes and athletes like say, in, in like in basketball, for instance, is you know a star athlete on a basketball team can be around. You know, who knows, 15 years. Um, a star athlete, a star equine athlete, usually has, you know, a year, two, maybe, maybe three-year career, especially if they're incredibly successful because they wind up um, going into the sort of the, uh, the breeding business, as they say. Mm-hmm. And um, and so it's, it's hard to sometimes really uh, latch on to an equine star for a long period of time, but... The people that own the horses, the people that train the horses, the people that are in the, in the industry have been around for a really long time, and they continue to, you know, invest back into the game to be part of it. And the characters come from all walks of life, different parts of the world, and I think that's what All In is going to really be able to showcase, sort of the personalities that really make the game. Awesome. Great. Looking forward to it. And Bobby, thanks so much for, for joining us. Appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure.